Do we need to talk about it? Huh. <laughs> That's what this is for. <laughs> Little known fact, this is also a therapy hour. Huh. <laughs> this is my, this this is my, my therapy, therapy podcast. podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast, where we talk about the spirit of Kentucky. My name is Perry. Thank you guys so much for being here with me. And we got Chad and Sarah back. Hi. Hey. What's up? I feel like it's turned into, like, the Perry and Chad and Shara, Sarah. 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 The Sarah show um, <laughs> over the past few days, because we hung out at Liquor Barn. Mm-hmm. I came over <laughs> after brought delicious little... cheeses. And? And pretzels. And? Oh, and William, 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 William. The most important part, other than the food, which See, I she was just think thinking about. about the food. Oh, the food is I'm amazing. I'm here for yes. the food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then now I'm here uh, recording this episode, too, with you guys, mm-hmm. which uh, came about as part of a schedule change on my end. But um, thank you guys for being flexible. Mm-hmm. I'm a little stressed, so this is going to be... High adrenaline. I think that <laughs> this is literally de-stress juice. This is so, exactly what yeah. I needed. This this week. is what you need. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll just mellow you out a little bit. Oh, I'm so excited about this. And then a little bit more. Um, yeah. so we're gonna change things up just a little bit. We're actually gonna do a review up top. Um, that will lead into. I know we're flipping the genre on its head, aren't we? Flipping the script. Um. So our our episode today is gonna be about gimmicky bourbons. And this conversation kind of came about because of the release of what we're about to review, which is Wild Turkey Long Branch. And I, I put up a poll on Instagram. Thanks, Chad. Um, the day that it was announced, um, that was like brilliant or bust. Mm-hmm. And most, it, it was really interesting. Everybody was pretty split. Yeah, I've heard um, people be split. Yeah, so far. it was like fifty-five, forty-five, um, <clears throat> in in favor of um, bust. Mm. Um, so you guys have done an uncorking of this. I have not tasted this yet. The, yet this is a true first shot review. Hey, yeah, it's a usually, hefty cork. Usually with big corks, though, you don't get a good pop. It's usually yeah. just kind of a thud. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm still excited about this, um, despite a lot of people going there. Um, but as we're getting into everything, I've got to ask you guys what you've been drinking recently. Uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of stuff. Been drinking recently. I feel like we've been drinking a lot of stuff recently. Yeah, um, I've been still drinking a lot of Knob Creek Rye. I'm really yeah. into that right now. You've been drinking a lot of the Old Fitz Bottle and Bond. Yeah, I've been working on a handle. Uh, it's just kind of been my my go-to, you know, when I, I'm not really craving anything specific, mm-hmm. just something solid to sip on. Yeah, uh, Old Fitz Bottled and Bond. That's been me with uh, Weller Special. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm just going to switch with you. I have a, kind of a little less. Yeah, of course. Okay, thanks. I'm smaller. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. See, if I drink all these with them, it'll just be the Sarah goes 
wild show. <laughs> oh no! And well, and then the Sarah goes to sleep show. And then yeah, and then Sarah gets hungry and cranky and then goes to sleep. That's that's the show. And then yeah. Sarah orders jets. There's, yeah, there's three acts. The Sarah gets drunk, Sarah gets hungry, and then Sarah gets sleepy and goes to bed. Those are the three acts in that show. Yes. Um, so yeah. I've seen that show before. Yes. Yes. As have I. Sometimes after a podcast. There's also some <laughs> anger in that hunger. Sometimes it's a hanger <laughs> hang- segment, but whatever. That's what we call Sarah with an H, right? Yeah, Sarah with an H. That's oh, her name. That's how my sister spells Sarah. Well, she's the, the drunken evil one. We don't really talk. We don't see each not other. Not your sister, Sarah I know, with an H. I, oh, no, sorry. Not. not your sister. <laughs> me. The other me. Yeah. I don't know about your sister. She could be the drunken she's evil one. She's a wonderful, <laughs> sweet girl. <laughs> Uh, what I've been drinking recently, uh, like we said the other day, we were drinking the William LaRue Weller, which was just... Just delicious and delightful. Yeah. I just don't have enough good... <laughs> I, right? I don't have enough words to describe It's like the epitome how, how of how what much a I love it. amazing bourbon should taste like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, just rel- regular old Weller Special Reserve. Um, as I'm wrapping up my senior project of rebranding Wild Turkey... I'm getting kind of sick of wild turkey, so because <laughs> I've just been looking at it all the time. But um, so here's some more wild turkey. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. But it's completely different. Different. Not oh, to yes. influence anything, but it's very different. The nose is really kind of citrusy. Yeah. So we uncorked this on our show. Yeah. Um, recently, and I remember thinking the nose smells really interesting and good. Like I said, citrusy and kind of smoky, but. Not really. Lightly smoky. Yeah. And some oak. I don't mind the nose. Some toastiness. Yeah. Then I remember thinking, this nose is actually really good. I had a different experience on the palate, but (laughs) we shall see if it's still the same same case. Yeah, sure. Well, let's find out because I really am curious to see where this lands. No, we're, we're scoring, right? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the finish. Yeah, it goes just weird. It's like... Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I think the finish is more of its redeeming quality. The palette, to me... Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, I guess... The palette, most of the time, there's no way to um, hide the fact. Well, I don't want to say no way, but a lot of times there's no way to hide the the proof. And this being 86 proof, I think it definitely tastes 86 proof. Now, there are some bourbons. Like, we just <laughs> had one recently that was 90.8 proof that we thought tasted 100. And there's mm-hmm. others, less desirable bourbons that can be, like, 85. They're like, oh, this mm-hmm. tastes like it should be 105. Yeah. But I guess, so... Main takeaway is this one definitely tastes 86 proof, and it, and it's not hiding that on the palate. But I think the the finish, if you let it stay there long enough, you're like, I can kind of see where this tastes like something else after it stays on your tongue for a while. So that's where I'm at. I think it kind of starts off with more of its interesting and unique flavors, that's and then it almost kind of dies. Yeah. Like. It sort of fizzles out, and then just, for me, I get, like, a weird aftertaste hanging around. The weird aftertaste for me is what is what's going to knock the, the finish 
the finish down. I, I know I'm stumbling over words, but... Um, There's a turning I'm, I'm, point in it. There is, and I'm trying to process exactly, exactly what it is. But, like, see, the front end for me is good, but it's nothing, like, notable, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm really going to remember drinking this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only reason I would would In be a good way. I don't mean like I'm about to get unique hammered. experience, you know, it's Yeah. It's something new and different and it was experimental and you know, a collaboration and potentially a gimmick. That right, <laughs> potentially, <laughs> is it? I don't know. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, right? That's the topic um, for So yeah, I mean, that's that's what makes it memorable to me is that it's something new. Mm-hmm. But just because it's new, I don't know. I've got my score. I got you, Chad. All right. So. Yeah. I need to work through mine a little bit more. Sure. Do you sure, want us sure. to to reveal our scorage? Yeah, go ahead because um, well, you're it, it's gonna percolating. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first, Sarah? Mm-hmm. So, on this, I actually really like the nose. I think like it was kind of refreshing. To like in comparison to what a lot of what we drink, um, so for that reason, I liked it. I liked the citrus notes, it smelled toasted and good. I was really excited about it when the first time I smelled it. Um, so I gave it a four out of five on the nose. I was swiftly convinced that it was not so good by <laughs> um, the palette and the finish. So I gave the palette a 2.5 out of five, and I gave the finish a two out of five because I'm really just not a fan of the finish. Um, the palette's okay at points, but it's just not consistent and it doesn't do it for me, yeah. As far as price, I mean, for the proof and what other offerings you can get from Wild Turkey for different price points, more or less, and the proof and quality that come with those, I gave it a two out of five mm-hmm. on the price because I just think that in the you know in the forty dollar range, forty to fifty dollar range, it's I mean they've got a lot better for a lot less and for a couple dollars more. I'll so, say I, I, it's certainly overpriced. I, definitely. <laughs> $40 is just kind of, like, it kind of left me scratching my head. Yeah. Even before I tried it, you know. I think that's what a lot of, what, uh, you know, added to a lot of people saying it's a gimmick. Yeah. I mean, and they're getting the $40 for it because people want to try it. Um, yeah. Are they going to get very much repeat business? That's I the question. don't. F- I mean, well, there it's for somebody. So the question is, yeah. is it a gimmick or is this a bourbon for a different kind of bourbon drinker or whiskey drinker. I would say it's certainly not for us. It's, I don't think it's for your more traditional taste. Well, you know, a lot of people... Let, hold on. Let me let me bring my inner cynic to the forefront. <laughs> uh, here we go. I think a lot of people are going to say this is Wild Turkey 81 with four more points of proof and run through some maple... Or not maple, some uh, mesquite charcoal. Mm-hmm. You know, I would and, agree with and that. what? And a signature, and an extra signature, triple the price. Yeah, um, I mean, almost triple. Yeah, almost, almost triple. Yeah, yeah. So nose, I gave a three, and I feel like I was being a little kind on that. I, I do like the nose, but it, I don't know. I mean, I'm just having an off night. I didn't feel like there was much to really get there. Palette, I gave a two point five. Um. Finish, I gave a 2.7. So, I do, like I said, I think the finish is a little bit of the redeeming quality. 2.7. 2.7. So, that's why I gave it a little, just a 2.2 points we don't have higher. a whole lot of uh, anything that's not a 0.5 or a, or a 
<laughs> and then price I gave a, a 2.5. So that's yeah. a, a 10.7. Now, I will say this. <laughs> I think it benefits from repeat viewings. You know, so my third, fourth step, I'm like, if I was to score it again, I would put plus 0.5 on the palette and plus 0.5 on the finish to give it an 11.7. <laughs> um, because we were just we were drinking something that was remarkably different before this, and I think just that big shift was not favorable for this yeah. guy coming at it. You know, for sure. I feel exactly point. the same as I did the other day about it. Like there are times when I revisit it and I think, oh, that's a promising quality. No, it's it just quickly followed <laughs> it's by. Gone. It just has this weird. Kind of roller coaster turning point it of does. where I'm just like, oh, now it's dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just can't. I, there are parts of it that I like, but they are so brief that it just is not overall. There's nothing really, I think, about this where I want to go back to it. You know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I will have it around, I think, kind of as a casual every now and then mm-hmm. glass. But I don't think that... I mean, there's so many other things that I'm going to reach for before yeah. before this. This is not, n- not something I would ever crave. I would never come no. home from work and be like, oh, I've been thinking about having this. You know what sounds great? <laughs> that, Wild Turkey no. Long Branch. Which, you know, I really hate because I love the Russells so much. I think they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're such cool guys. But I, And I will forever, for my entire life, be a 101 fan as long as yeah. they keep it the same as it is now. And I love, you know, Rare Breed and lots of other things that they do. This is sadly not one of them. Well, it, so I think we all. Well, let me let me let me come back to that in a second because okay. I, I want to go you ahead. Want to hear your score? I want to give my score before I. I, I don't know um, if I said my overall score was a ten point five. I gave you all the numbers, but I don't yeah. think I gave you oh. the total. So ten point five for me, ten point seven for Chad. Yeah. Asterisk if he could go back, <laughs> he would up it. Um, <coughs> I breathed in the wrong way. Um, so the nose for me was a 3.5. Um, I, I kind of wanted, like I was smelling this and I was thinking of Tanner in the way that he always says, oh, I would want this as a candle. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I know the looks you guys gave me. I, but you, like I, had, we really I was the, leading into it. <laughs> we really needed the second half of that sentence uh-huh. to not be creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think the nose is just really pleasant, but it's nothing... Again, it's nothing that is, like, super inviting or, or just really memorable. That being said, like, the palette was kind of the same way, but I gave it a three, uh-huh. um, where it's just really middle of the road. Nothing special, nothing jumps out at you. It almost tastes like... And I've used this phrase to describe um, Basil Hayden before, um, bourbon-flavored water. Mm-hmm. In that it has some of those characteristics, but it just tastes like it was meant to be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should give it a 2.5 <laughs> after saying all that. I'm going to bump it down to a 2.5 because I'm just not. The more I talk about it, the the less enthused I am by it. Um, finish is a 1.5 for me because that aftertaste is just no good. It's funky. It's just no good. It almost, I almost do kind of get like circus peanuts. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I, like as I'm just sitting here talking, I'm like, I have this taste in my mouth. Like I just ate something that I like. If you eat cotton candy or something, and then you just like go about your business, yeah. you're like, what did I eat earlier? What it's almost, is that? It's almost like 
like a stale flavor. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Wow, we are making this sound awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's drinkable. It is very drinkable. Yeah, I, I agree. But it's just, there's so many other things out there that are better than this for a, a, a smaller price. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I gave the price a two. Um, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not a good price. Right. Um, and I, I would definitely label this, I think. Before we get into our conversation, a gimmick. <laughs> I think that it is. I think if you call this a gimmick, I think you have to call Basil Hayden a gimmick. <laughs> I mean, I, I total think, score is a ten out of twenty. By the way, I just ten. Okay, yeah. so yeah, we were all between less than eleven. Yeah, point seven of each. Well, you were point five of each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like I don't know. It's it's not for us. No. And I don't think it's for your avid bourbon drinker who likes to live around the 100 proof area. But it's for somebody, you know. It is. Basil Hayden's very popular. A lot of people buy that. They think yeah. it's super smooth. I think like you, it's bourbon flavored water. Mm-hmm. Um So I don't know. Like I think if anything would be a gimmick about this, it would be the fact that McConaughey developed it with Eddie Russell and wanted to refine it with the mesquite and all that I, I just that's not necessary if you want to put out a lower proof wild turkey that's not 81 that's you know a little older was this eight years eight year old yes yeah eight. is it mm, it's not uh it's i don't not believe it's on, the, on the bottle, bottle but, but if you do the, some research it's eight yeah um if, then just put out an eight-year-old slightly higher proof wild turkey and just call it wild turkey yeah (laughs) so i mean i can get on board with the fact it was saying it's a gimmick because of the whole refinement thing like to me i'm just like okay i get it we're talking about we're you know walking the fine line between finishing and whatever else but i don't think you can say the partnership aspect of it is the gimmick because then we're talking about calling every collaboration a gimmick and i certainly don't feel that the chef's collab that jefferson's puts out is a gimmick I think that's some really great stuff. Okay, so, so let's. We I think we need to back up for a second. Here okay. And define what a gimmick is. Yeah. Well. Okay. Just real quick. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say, and this is admittedly loose, but you know, like Chef Edward Lee with the Jeffersons Chefs collaboration, he's cooking a lot with bourbon, so at least he's more in the world than an actor is. True. Now, I could become an actor, and then people would say, "Oh, it's just a gimmick." Someone say you already are. Well, well, thank you. (laughs) That you know that uh, that that Chad's making a bourbon. He's just some stupid actor. We're like, but I love bourbon, and so Matthew McConaughey might be in the same thing and same boat. And I don't want to journalize. So that's a very like I said, that was a weak argument. Oh, but I think it's uh, yeah. I I I will agree with you on this, Sarah. I think it's more the. Mel- not mellowing, but like refining, refinement. Yeah. the refinement of it. Why don't they just use finished or filtered? <laughs> that's, that's they had to create a whole new word. Than, than the McConaughey. Yeah. I think yeah. McConaughey's signature is on there just to sell bottles. Right, I, I, I agree. agree. Now, is that a, a sales gimmick? I think it's some... Because that's a gimmick, even though it's, you know, sales gimmick. I think it's giving... it. It's a marketing ploy, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's you know, it's He's very mainstream and well-known, and it's taking something that is bourbon which is a community 
and trying to, I think, get it outside of that. But that's where I But more in, more in more than just a spokesperson capacity. Correct. Well, I mean, yeah. he isn't just their spokesperson. He's their creative director, and he's been immersed for, I can only imagine how many years. What's he been doing this for? Two, three years two that three they announced years, it? Which a lot of people will say, creative director, he's, he's not actually that. He's just a spokesperson, which, you know, some people will say that is a gimmick in itself. I believe he actually... You know, I mean, we got to trust Eddie, right? Eddie right. has told I trust us Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, that it's more than just him, you know, getting a check uh-huh. and putting his face on it. But yeah, so it's definitely for somebody, not for us. But you were saying, let's define so a gimmick. So let's define a gimmick. And I'm, I'm going straight to the dictionary. <laughs> Lester <Just> says. <laughs> Tell us, what is it? Uh, an ingenious or novel device scheme or stratagem, especially one designed to attract attention or increase appeal. Well, I mean, by that definition, then yes, putting his name on it is attracting appeal from an outside audience. But also, you know, making Mila Kunis the spokesperson for Jim Beam is doing the same thing. You know, right. we're talking Which is, about. I said that the other day to yeah. you, you and Chad. Where do you draw that line? It's really hard to. Right. And if this tasted good, we wouldn't call it a gimmick. I don't think. I mean. So that definition didn't necessarily seem like a gimmick could be a bad thing. I think when people hear the word gimmick, they automatically think negative. Negative connotation, yeah. yeah. It's not real. It's just a gimmick. But that, it said like genius, right? Ingenious, Ingenious, yes. Ingenious, yeah. Which is so, negative. Also negatively connotated. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Because if you make a, a one way or the other call about this, you're really deciding what, how you... Feel you can't say it about this and then not say it about the next thing. Sure. So well, I mean, we've I, we've expanded, you know, our lineup of what we could, you know, argue for being a gimmick or not a gimmick to a couple other bourbons as well. Um, so let's move on to our second one. Which which you, what do you guys want to do next? Um, what do you what do you think? I want to get something a little higher strength. So let's yeah. do <laughs> something that's a cast strength. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to bring out the Jefferson's Ocean. This is the Voyage 7, um, which I think, I, know, I mean, I can speak for Chad and myself. I know that we're, you know, Jefferson supporters. We like a lot of yeah. the offerings that they put out, um, especially the ocean and the, you know, wine, the cask finished, yeah. the rum cask and all that. A lot of people that I've talked to or, you know, ask about the ocean they either say that it's a marketing gimmick or they ask, is it a marketing gimmick? Because I can't decide if I want to spend the money on it. Yeah, So exactly. Um, I am, can understand people questioning it mm-hmm. until they taste it. And then I'm like, how can you question it after that? Because sure. it is substantial. I mean, I I enjoy mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to have their own opinions too sure. on what they do and don't yeah. like. I think a lot of people uh, latch on to the... Um, sea salt, yeah, air. You know the air, the 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 um, sea air, the sea salt type of uh, taste in it. Um, they're like oh, that doesn't do anything, and I I almost think that's more kind of romantically described. Yeah, in it, I don't think it's I so agree. literal. I agree. I mean, and there's no, they don't have exact science and data saying this is how the sea salt air affects the <laughs> barrels that affects the bourbon inside. Yeah, it's just. It's in a different environment. There are mm-hmm. multiple different factors in that environment that are causing the bourbon to be in a different temperature zone, causing the bourbon to, 
you know, have a different atmosphere around it and touch more parts of the barrel. So who can really say which one of those things is causing it? But I think when you taste it, there's no denying that it does something. For Um, sure. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that um, to me, the, the Jefferson's Ocean is more of a... It's more of an experiment. Yeah, that's and absolutely what the first voyage was. Yeah. He had no idea what was, was going to happen. And it was out there well. for like, yeah. what, two and a half, three That was years. the longest voyage. I think it was and like it, two. And it came back mm. black. <laughs> <laughs> so now it just spends six months on the sea. After it's already aged to a proper age, uh, seven, eight years here in Kentucky, then it goes out for six months. It's 35, 40 ports supposed to cross the equator four times. And the story is that crossing the equator, going through those temperature variations, it really caramelizes the sugar in the wood, the mm-hmm. agitation of the motion of the ocean, if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> knocks that around. And then the exposure to the different climates mm-hmm. and the ocean air and the sea salt and all this. Uh and I've heard Trey say this so many times, I can recite it, is what the Charleston Brownwater Society dubbed as a salted caramel popcorn bourbon. <laughs> and that is, how he, that is how they described it, and that's how he, hmm. when he talks about it, he yeah. also says, he cites that description. I mean, I think when you know that... I love I mean, those. it's just, it's taste, it smells like a salted caramel. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, it makes me drool a little bit. It makes me yeah. drool as well. And I definitely mean, Voyage 7 and 10 are the best, in our opinion, because those yeah. are the two cast drinks. I think they're getting ready to come out with the 13th, 13th? which yeah. is the yeah. next cast drink. I like the, the nose on this so far better than I do Voyage 10. Ah. I'll See, say that much. I liked Voyage 10. We did a taste test, right, back-to-back mm-hmm. with them. Um, he liked the 7 a hair better, and I liked the 10 a hair better, but I like both of them, and I agree. We've tried the other voyages. They're good as well. But I think the cast drink voyages are where it's yeah. at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still only 112 proof, you know, oh. for, <laughs> for cast drink. <laughs> yeah. um, I get what you're saying, though. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. Anyway. I don't know. I think it sits it does pretty well at the 112. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, man. It's got such a great, like... I don't know, mouth coating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very Whoa. oily, Whoa. very viscous. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good compared to it what just we just had. It makes me smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was, if you heard me, and you did, as I was like taking a drink of it. <laughs> if you heard me, and, and you did. did um, as I was taking a drink of it, more of the nose started to like waft over me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This is really. I mean, it's saltwater mm-hmm. taffy in the finish, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's a caramel bomb up in the be- in, up in the front, you know, mm-hmm. in the palate. Um, and it's got, for just 112, a, a nice it's little kick to kick, it. It's got a nice little kick, yeah. Nice in the <clears throat> esophagus. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, it's such a unique and different. I don't know. It's a nice change of pace. Yeah, I, I've never had anything like it before. <laughs> I know, right? And I haven't had anything else that comes close. Mm-mm. So when people ask me, "Is it worth it?" I always tell people, like, especially, I think yes, it's definitely worth it to have something so unique. And if you're gonna have like a dinner party or some kind of tasting or something, especially with people who are less familiar with it. 
it's such a fun story to tell about, you know, they give you, like, you can get little cards that come around the neck that tell you, and they have it on their website, too, about, like, like the captain's all the, log. yeah, the captain's log about, like, where it went and what it went through mm-hmm. and how, what this voyage was like. Sometimes there's hurricanes and things like that. I think yeah. it's a really cool, you know, it's a storytelling bourbon, and mm-hmm. I think that's why bourbon is so cool in general is because it has such a history that it really just adds to it and makes it a almost like a talking point or a centerpiece or something for yeah. a evening. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> for a lovely evening with bourbon. And I think that the story, too, is kind of what separates this from potentially being a gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, despite the fact that we're all sitting here going, oh, this is so good, as opposed to us going with a long branch, this is not as good as we wanted it to be. You know, I think that objectively... This this would be a less gimmicky. I, I don't think it's story. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it's a gimmick because I think that it's part of the brand identity of Jefferson. Yeah. Like Trey is known as like the mad scientist of bourbon, right? So his mm-hmm. job is literally to take what whiskey that other people have or bourbon that other people have created and blend it and then push it to the limits of what can you do with a bourbon and keep it as bourbon? You know, and so he's always trying different stuff. Like, he's aging bourbon in a Tabasco barrel. That's insane. Yeah. Is it a gimmick? Maybe. But who's ever done that before? Like, he's just experimenting to see what kind of cool, crazy things he can do, you I think know? Jack Daniels is doing that right now, too, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that I think that brings up a good point, though. You, you're talking about how this is their brand identity. Mm-hmm. Is Matthew McConaughey going to be, maybe this is more of a Matthew McConaughey discussion episode than it is gimmicks, but like, is he going to be identified with the brand of Wild Turkey for years to come? I think that's what they want. I think for the masses, yes. I think for us, it's always going to be the Russells. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? For sure. I still think uh, of Jimmy. Jimmy finally steps down, it's going to be Eddie when Eddie... Steps down, it's gonna hopefully be his, be his son. son. Bruce. <laughs> he yeah. wants Bruce in there. Uh, so I think it's always gonna be the, the Russells for us. For everyone else that just sees the commercials, yeah, it might be McConaughey. I don't know. But you know, spokespeople come and go. I mean, you think of Jim Beam back in the day, it was Sean Connery. I mean, like, even like Who things like that? other brands like beers, like Heineken has had how many? I yeah. can't even count. Then it was Kid Rock. For Jim Beam for a while. Yikes. Yeah, now that's, you know. Who was, um... I think it was Hank Williams Jr. for a Wow. Oh, what's his name? I, I don't know. can't help you. Give me some Can you have a few bars? Um, no. <laughs> he was the, um, the actor from uh, the um, Rosebud movie. Oh, like Citizen Kane? Citizen Kane. What was his name? Orson um, Welles? Orson Welles. He was a spokesperson for somebody at one point. Yeah, I think so. It doesn't I, matter. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Only there were a way for Crickets. us to look it up. Mm, Google. <laughs> right I mean, in. but at the end of the day, spokespeople do come and go. Yeah. I think the Russells have built a legacy with Wild Turkey, and I think it is hard for people who were familiar with it before McConaughey stepped in to kind of adopt that and accept it. But I think for the mainstream people that are just getting into bourbon, they're fine with it. It's just bringing attention to... But has there has there been... A bourbon brand so far that has done what Turkey has done with Matthew McConaughey. I mean, they've literally put his name on a bottle. Mm. You know? I mean, Jim Beam doesn't have Mila Kunis' name on it. No, they don't. They have it on a barrel. (laughs) 
But nothing that says that she like she collaborated. <laughs> You're saying like that that level of a distillery yeah. with that level of a celebrity writing both of their names on the bottle and saying we collaborated on mm-hmm. this. It's not been done. Yet. Yeah. No. No, I mean, yeah, Chef Edward Lee with Jefferson's, but he's nowhere near the celebrity. Well, he's the celebrity in the food world. Yeah. But, you know, that's... But this is a different McConaughey is like a, you know, A-list celebrities or whatever you call him. And, you know, to a some level, yes. But like you said, he's got the credibility behind him, too, of being someone with a refined palate as a chef who can... So he... I don't think it's as crazy mm-hmm. to say these two people who in the food and sense. beverage yep. industry got yep. together to make something for the food and beverage industry, you know. It makes sense. And the and the story of that origin is very organic, you know. Yeah. They were eating spicy f- uh, fried Korean chicken and drinking bourbon and he said, "Hey Ed, what what pairs well with this spicy chicken?" And I was like, "Well, nothing, so we got to make it." Damn it, let's figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then that set up set him off on a quest. Yeah. So that in itself, you know, we we could have said chefs, we could be drinking chefs collaboration right now and asking if that was a gimmick. And I don't think it is because of that story right there. Let's figure it out together. And it took them like a year. Yeah, they spent a long more. time blending. They ended up going with like a higher rye. Or yeah. it is a rye. They, they, it's well, a mix of a, it's, it's, it's a, mix a whiskey. Of, it's a yeah. it's a it's a married a they don't like rye. to use blended. Yeah. <laughs> it's a married <laughs> and whiskey. And it's delicious. So It is very good. Yeah, it is yeah. tasty. Especially the newest yeah, the newest one's very, the very newest good. collab. So yeah, uh, I would say for the ocean, not a gimmick. But Agreed. you know what you were saying, Sarah, it's really interesting because you said because of the story, I think that's what makes a lot of people think it is a gimmick because I, it's a story and they're like, oh, that's fantasy. Right. That's make-believe, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a great story. I, it, it just so happens to be true. <laughs> so. like, yeah. like, oh, um, Wild Turkey Forgiven. They're like, yes. I don't believe anyone made that mistake. I don't believe they dumped rye on top of bourbon. That's just a gimmick. That leads me to a, a question Dang, we that I We should have tried that one. <laughs> I have a bottle. We can There's still, still time. We haven't yeah. said what our There's last still time. one is. Well, we can shoot we more do, it in. I mean, should we, we may do as well. two wild turkeys in the same episode? Um, I'm going to leave that up to you, Bear. Vote, <laughs> dial. Yeah. <laughs> to vote, yes. Call 1 800 my bourbon. Yeah, cast your votes now. Um, but that leads me to a, a question that I had earlier that mm-hmm. I forgot about. I think that, like, with, with the, the Long Branch specifically, we all agreed that this is like one miss in a heap of scores. In an otherwise sterling oh, for sure. you know. portfolio. So. Is this one flaw forgivable with turkey? I, I mean, I'm not going to stop drinking turkey because of Long Branch. I wouldn't call it a flaw. I totally understand what they're going for. I think for the people who care the most, it is mm-hmm. a miss, but it's not going to hurt them. And yeah. it, I think the rest of their portfolio stands with such integrity that it's not... It's. N- no damage done, you know. Yeah, It'll agree. sell or it won't, and they'll move on to the next thing. But as long as we keep those same, you know, staple, amazing quality things yeah. in so our lineup, we're good. Here's yeah. a bit of a generalization. Um, the non-regular whiskey drinker mm-hmm. who will go out and buy this because it has McConaughey's name on it are going to love it because they want to love it. The same people who... 
I know there could exactly be other gimmicky saying. bourbons out there. The ones that you and I, maybe even all three of us, are like, "Ugh, that 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 whiskey's kind of nasty." And everyone's out like, "Else is like, it's my favorite." Yeah. Oh, it's my absolute favorite. And you're like, I don't think you really like bourbon. You know, it's it's the people who are like, oh, you went out and bought that. How do you like it? Oh, I love it. Oh, it's great. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. People are losing their minds over it. You know, it's it, it's the best thing ever. So They're going to love it because they want to love it. Rose-colored glasses. Yes. It's almost, yeah. yeah, it's tough to like to be in a certain position in the bourbon world because there's two sides to the coin in that you want to be supportive and like all-inclusive, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Everyone to, has their own taste and everyone's got something and no judgment here. You like what you like. I like what I like. We're all good. But then on the other side of that, we're all like kind of like being a little bit of snobs. Like, oh, you like that? A little that? hipstery. A little. <laughs> oh, you like Long Ranch? <laughs> it gets a little hipstery. <laughs> well, when someone tells you three things that you know cons- general consensus-wise are like a thumbs down, they're like, oh, these are delicious. You just start to... Like not trust their judgment at all, or like you know we like said with this movies other day. or something. Yeah, we said this the other day with like uh, really really out of the box store picks. People who yes. pick the funkiest yes. juice because well I've never tasted anything like this. I want this barrel. Mm-hmm. Like well you haven't tasted that because it's bad. That, just because it's so different doesn't mean that it's good. Would you say it's bad or would you say it's just different? Because there are, there's it depends a, on who you are. Somebody <laughs> likes that weird, musty grass. Like, oh, this is so funky. Yeah. I love it. And Strange. we're like, this is funky. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, I Bad think it's funky. like yeah. when people... Okay, okay. I, I've come around on my own comments. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, Perry, if you started to recommend, or if I asked you, like, what kind of movies are you into? And you told me three god-awful movies. I would be like, I no longer trust your judgment. The Room, <laughs> Green Lantern. <laughs> what a strange and mix. Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> I would be like, who are you? What are you doing with your life? But, I mean, it's kind of the same for bourbon. It's like you kind of get yeah. judged on your taste a little bit. But on the same coin, if you're like, oh, Forrest Gump, that's a terrible movie, just because everyone loves it. Or, oh, Shawshank Redemption, that movie's dumb, just because everyone loves it. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're a hipster. Well, we <laughs> love it because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Also, like, what I just open the door for a lot of people to see like <laughs> my side, like my life outside of the podcast there for a second. So that was it, a legit it, answer. It, those are three awful movies that oh, I hate. You didn't like the room? Like with Tommy Wiseau? Oh, ha- oh, oh, okay. room. I was thinking of just room. Not room, room. With, not room with Brie Larson. Okay. Yeah. The I haven't talking, seen the room, room yet, the room but it's on the list. It's is bad. wonderfully bad though. It's, well, yes, it is, but it's still up there with like the sure. the worst movie. Sure, I've sure, ever sure. Seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you tell me that those are your three favorite movies or the bourbons that correlate to those, I'm gonna be like, ooh. I might smile and nod at you, but in my head, I'm thinking we smile can't be and friends. Nod. And we're done. Yeah. Well, how about so. this question, real quick? Okay. Uh, we got time. Is the Pappy craze a gimmick? Like the craze over Pappy? I'm not I saying. Vote. I'm not saying Pappy in general. I'm the, saying the, the happy craze. craze over it. You guys, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is too. It definitely is because of the uh, secondary prices for yeah. it. And like we just went to a thing where we were out there in a parking lot for over four hours while they called out numbers to see if we could have the honor of buying a bottle. I would really like to we were knighted. talk to someone, yeah. <laughs> hint, hint, talk to someone who is in the bourbon history um, world about can they point to a specific event <clears throat> that sparked the Pappy movement. And it is a movement, I think. Like, it has created a monster, really. And, you know, 
when you just try it, I guarantee you, you try it blind against some other things that are on the shelf. You will. St- I'm not saying you won't like it. I'm not saying it's bad. It's good. It, I'm not saying it's not good bourbon, <clears throat> but is it worth it? And I think it's definitely not. I mean, not worth worth the retail. Yes, worth what it's going for on the secondary. No. No. I mean, if it hadn't been for mm. us being able to like stay out there at Liquor Barn the other day and have other samples and eat and listen to music and hang out with each other. I wouldn't have been out there that long because I don't care that much. I just want to go because yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Like, it's fun to just be around other people in that world who yeah. care and are excited. Yeah. I don't think that the... Yeah, I don't think that Pappy itself is a gimmick. I mean, that that seems to be... It's just risen in popularity on its own, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think to me it's just overhyped. Yeah. You know, I... Yeah, I think hype and uh, hype and gimmick can be the same thing. I mean, thing. they didn't do any marketing ploy specifically. <laughs> oh, they don't have outwardly. To <laughs> no, they don't have to to, do to start this craze. That they didn't do anything. So that's no. why I want to know, like, where, what point in time was it? Wasn't before that, or it was before that heist. It yeah. was already big before that. So mm-hmm. where did it start? Is what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Was it in a TV show or a movie that people just subliminally were like, I have to have it. This is synonymous with being well off and amazing and all your friends will love you if you give it to them. Like, where did that start? So, I mean, I don't know. I guess it could be a gimmick that none of us recognize that we saw. Well, or what if it, it just picked up, in which case it's not a gimmick because they're not doing anything. Yeah. yeah, it's just customer craze. Yeah. What if it started <laughs> organically? Like, we kind of get the feeling like Henry McKenna is right now. Uh-oh. Like, everyone <laughs> loves it, but it's only 30 bucks. <laughs> right. So you love it more. You're like, this is such a great value, and it's 10 years, and it's bottled and bond, and it tastes great. And then that bills, and that bills. And like, okay, now it's getting allocated. And now it's it's harder to find. Don't say and that. then give it another <laughs> five years, and people are like, Henry McKenna, like, let's just say there is no pappy in the world. Henry McKenna is the best bourbon, and you know, especially if it had like a few more expressions, yeah, more age and stuff. Like Henry McKenna is the best bourbon in the world because it's now it's hard to find, and you're like, well, it, I do remember liking it a lot when I could get it on the shelf, and you're like, yeah, because it's the best. And then it, it could be a pappy. Maybe that's how pappy started because you used to be able to get been. it on the shelf. Yeah. But don't you think it's weird that it seems that the pappy movement started? before the bourbon boom really got going. I mean, before it was really picking up steam. Or did it kick off the bourbon boom? Maybe it did. Which came first? I'm very intrigued by this <laughs> timeline. Happy or the boom. And I would like to know, chicken or the egg? Yeah? Happy or the boom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to... Take that one back, but <laughs> but yeah, okay. I mean, anyway, you could yeah. say the same about Weller. Well, Weller, but I think I think that's well, Weller's because I think of it's Pappy. because of Pappy, yeah. right? So it's, it's already like tainted by mm-hmm. the craze of Pappy that people are just kind of working their way down the ladder of that whole now vertical. There's a, a twenty dollars six year old Weller that you can't hardly get anymore because yeah. of that. Yep, so. that used to be able to get on the shelves two years ago. It's mm. crazy. It's crazy. So I think the last question we have before we kind of wrap this up is where is the line? Like where do we draw the line between what is and is not a gimmick? I don't know if we ha- if there is a definitive answer I, for I don't this, think there is. but like I think that <clears throat> you know, I mean, I keep coming back to Long Branch because it's such a relevant example right now, but you know, I think that this is I think without McConaughey's signature on it, Less of a gimmick. So I think that in some ways, yeah, a celebrity endorsement is kind of a gimmick. 
that's not the definitive line. That's just part of, you know, my answer to that question. But what do you guys think? I'm all of a sudden reminded of a comment that happened recently on our YouTube page. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about that B4 drink Mm -hmm. and how we're trying to test it out to see if it's something that we can recommend or not. And someone commented on our video, uh, instant thumbs down because of the, the free soda that you got. And I questioned back. I was like, why? You know, why? Why instantly down? Because it's free. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so you think because we got something for free, we automatically have to like it, and therefore it's not genuine. Now, I know it's different because McConaughey is getting paid, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like we got something yeah. for free. <laughs> so it's just like people get that way. They're like, oh, if you hire someone to do something, I don't. Trust them. Some people don't. Yeah. Other people completely. I think it that's up. even more so than getting it for free. You're getting paid to like it. Right. Right. I right. Mean, to stand behind it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I don't know. You know, it, it's. What was the question? <laughs> Where do you draw the, the line? line? Oh. But but I, before we get to that, I just remember too that we I had something know. else on the table that we were going to try. We do. Yes. In line. Do you want to stick with this? We should. Yeah, we may as well. Let's Let's change it up. Well, this is also from Wild Turkey. This is also from Wild Turkey. Oh, snap, it is. Ah, crap. So, what do you think? But the Russells didn't have anything to do with making it. (laughs) Show of hands. It's your show. (laughs) Let's go old Rippy. Yeah? Okay. All right, we're going to do some old Rippy. So, as Chad said, this is from Wild Turkey. And this was a label that was supposedly dead. Oh, mm-hmm. is dead. Before Prohibition. Well, yeah. they brought it back. They brought it back. Probish, it was, Prohibition, Prohibition killed, killed it. Prohibition killed it. Yeah. And they brought it back. And it's a, uh, yeah. 104 proof? Pre-Prohibition. Non-chill filtered. This is a 375. Yeah, 104 proof. Batch number one. Rooted in tradition. Yeah, so the... Go ahead, sorry. The, well, I was going to say, the thing was, they didn't actually have, like, Thank a you. mash bill or any type of recipe to go from so they went from tasting notes that were given at i think the world fair world's mm-hmm. fair chicago i think it was yeah um where it won some awards interesting so they just had to make stuff and make little changes and things until they're like yes this tastes like what this person was describing back in the 20s or when, mm. whenever it was so it says it's a tribute to the style and consistency of the original old rippy bourbon with a complex delivery of oak toffee and spice and now there and was, bananas. and this is from the uh, <laughs> the Whiskey Barons collection. Yeah, which they're doing two more this year. They did two last year, and these are sold in three seven fives for fifty bucks, which is pretty steep. It's quite steep. Now, I will say, if this was intended to be a gimmick, it didn't take. Because people are not buying this up like you think they would. Right, I still we saw see some this on the shelf. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not like, you know, every single store that I go into. No, but it's not as hard to find as they, they made it to you believe in the beginning that this was once and you weren't going to be able to see it again. And it's so limited and it's from this collection. They brought it back and that's Mm -hmm. it. And we've seen it sitting around some places. So (laughs) clearly, I mean, the $50 price point is just so rough for a 375. Also, the nose is not great. (laughs) Um, Yeah. A, I'm not getting a lot, but what I'm. Be what I'm. A, I'm getting. It's just not very. It's just not very good. I'm, I'm mostly getting, getting like 
ethanol on it. You get a lot more spice than I did on the Long Branch. Like yeah. the Long Branch, I just wasn't able to get much of a nose at all. At least I can smell this guy. Now it's not the best, but at least I can smell it. There's something floral in there, too. That's what I was going to say. It yeah. smells like a little bit of cinnamon and maybe some flowers. Yeah. <laughs> We've said it before, but we have, like, I think very similar yeah, palettes so. and noses. Noses. Nope. Except noses. mine's just a little bit better, but that's okay. No, it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm agreeing with you. No, you, you get that that spice, kind of like that clove spice on the palate, I feel On the like. palate? Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I wouldn't really call it cinnamon. I think it's more of a clove, mm. personally. You know, I still, I said banana, like, up front, and I still kind of get, like, a banana bread taste on it. There is that tinge of, um, it's banana fruit? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that fruit. <laughs> What would it be if it weren't a fruit? Chad? Close your eyes and a think vegetable? of the food premier, pyramid. <laughs> the food premier. Premier. Pyramid. <laughs> food premier. Yeah. Actually, it's it has a bunch a... of food dressed up in tuxedos. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it has a surprising amount of heat for just 104 proof. It really does. Wait, we, that's what we said 104, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a surprisingly more amount than the 112 proof ocean. The finish is really long. It's more clovey, you're right. And spicy. On the palate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is spicier than I anticipated. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've had this. I'll say I like Dances the um, mm-hmm. I like the palate better than the nose. I do too. Yeah. I was iffy about the nose. I actually think I like the finish the best out of out of all three of them. It's a nice little linger, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It sticks around for a bit. Yeah, for sure. But here's another question, just to add to our myriad of questions. Whether this is whether we absolutely hate this or absolutely love this, would that make a difference in whether we call it a gimmick or not? So I think you have to make some rules about what qualifies as a gimmick and if that is a deciding factor or if that is something that you set aside. Yeah, because if it's like absolutely setting our world on fire, it's so great. But bringing back a defunct brand, a defunct label and saying this is kind of what we think it used to taste like, is that in itself, whether it's a good or bad product... In itself, just unavertedly uh, a gimmick. So I think it goes back to kind of what you had said earlier about it depends on whether we're going by the definition that you read mm-hmm. of what is a gimmick mm-hmm. or by what people perceive as a gimmick. And I think a lot of people perceive a, gim- a gimmick. Well, we perceive it to be negative anyway, something that someone's pushing towards us that's not legitimate, but they're using it to get us to buy something that maybe we wouldn't otherwise buy. However, whether we like it or not, I mean... If I, I can like something and it can still be a gimmick. I mean, you know, Snuggies were a gimmick, but people liked them. (laughs) Damn, those things are comfy. They were comfy, you know. So it's like. Perception, is it? Yeah, it's perception. Yeah. I I think it becomes perception based. And our perception is so different too from the perception of the people that decided that this needed to be a thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, somebody walked into a room and said, we need to do something new. How are we going to sell more bottles? How are we going to How are we going to make more money? And that's where all of it comes from. Yeah. How can we make more money? Mm-hmm. How can we sell more bottles? Yeah. What can we put out there that people want to buy? And that can potentially be a gimmick too. Weller, eight year old, decided by the fans. Is Craft that, your own is, bourbon. Is that a gimmick? We talked about. We actually oh, yeah, just talked this, about this on. Um, I think it's a brilliant gimmick, I, it, but it's a gimmick. I think, I think it is. Too. I, I agree. It's a very, very smart gimmick. Oh. But they've had people invested. Exactly. Sorry. 
<laughs> They've had people invested in this for several years now. People who yeah. went on the site who perf- oh, didn't. People didn't even know it was coming. They didn't know that it was going to be a bourbon. So they invested, you know, a small amount of their day into doing this test and seeing what they got. And, and now, now they're a part. You almost feel a part of it. it. I mean, I did it. I want it. I did it several times. Because yeah. it was so fun. <laughs> so I Never now, got a Weller, though. I didn't either. I want it. I usually got Elmer T. Lee. I got Peppy. Oh, jeez. You were trying for Pappy. I wasn't. I legitimately was not. I went and tried for Pappy one time. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can get Pappy. I think I still got Elmer T. Lee. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I went and still want Pappy. So you screwed up on the mash build? <laughs> no. Because you select your mash build at, oh, yeah, at the beginning yeah, yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. can't be right. No, I definitely went weeded. Maybe it just wasn't an option. I think it went. You got no, Van he, Winkle got, he got it. Oh. Um... Maybe I got like Weller. Tw- I think I kept getting Weller twelve. I'm like, man, I put it at twenty three years. What do you think that's going to be closest to? Weller twelve? Well, it's it's still available on. Um, it's still out there on the website. Too. Yeah. Will and Will and the Greeks have tried it out. Um, yeah. Since it was announced. But um, Jeremy Shell brought up a really mm-hmm. interesting point that they don't have to disclose that information. They say they have all this no. data, and they do, but they don't have to disclose it. So they could have literally just been like. What do we have a lot of? <laughs> and okay, well, we had all these people do this thing, so Let's no say. one can say <laughs> that this isn't what won, and this is how we can sell these barrels that don't necessarily fit into the other flavor profiles that we're looking for. I love, I would love to pretend that we live in a world where that would never happen and people would be honest. That's what I'm going to continue to believe, although I think he makes a really good point that I am cautiously optimistic about it but i'm it's very cautious and you know it's well think think about this too what are the like what other options could have come out of that you know i mean we would would we have gotten a stag craft your perfect bourbon you know could we have gotten just a an ancient age (laughs) an ancient age Crafter Perfect Bird. So like an eight-year-old H and H, I would love that. The mash bill that came out of it was Weller, was, and was then Weller. It was weeded. So they must, and they can't give us anything above that, right? It was weeded from the center of the warehouse, yes. I believe, is what they said, and averaged to be eight years. So again, what, what a, is that going to be? It's what be a coincidence Weller. that though that it comes from one of their lowest, you know. On the rung, like it, like you said, it wasn't a stag, it wasn't an Elmer T. Lee, you know. Wasn't what even a coincidence an that it wasn't a, even just their Buffalo Trace, right, right? It's a more achievable. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I, as much as I'm gonna <laughs> sit here and be skeptical <laughs> about it, I, I gotta try it. When but, you say, yeah, everyone chose a weeded mash bills because they were trying to get Pappy mm, Perry. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, so, that could uh, skew the results. I just I mean. got attacked. <laughs> Obviously, they're not going to put out a new. Oh, here's a you know uh, Rip Van Winkle eight year. No. Craft your perfect bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was about to say too. Yeah, so it's, it's like they be couldn't Weller. have called it a Van Winkle, right? Because nobody would have had it. <laughs> right. The people who would have bought it would have hoarded it yeah. or sold it on secondary for yeah. eight hundred dollars. And bottle. it's still going to get sold on secondary. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. Because Weller it? is the new pappy. Right just hurts it hurts <laughs> i actually think someone would strangle someone for a bottle of well or 12 that'd make you slap your mama yeah <laughs> I mean, it's good i don't think it's that good i don't think yeah. it's as good as people go crazy for it but i mean i do think it's a very smart 
gimmick and that they roped people into it before people even knew what was going on. Yeah. Because anyone who did it is a little bit invested in it because mm-hmm. they tried it. For sure. I also think it's strange, though, if, if the results are true, they must be really skewed because you tried it multiple times. I know other people who have tried it like five times trying to get what they wanted, and it records all those results. So I'm like, does it just take one, or what happens? I could never get anything less than a number four char. Could you? No. I think they might <clears throat> just use a number four char at Buffalo Trace. That don't know that for sure, just saying anecdotally. Well, they should have just said... We use the number four char. Yeah. So you of can't like, hey, get anything else. Because they were like, hey, hit this button. And, and, like, and stop, stop, stop. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, and fire like, your barrel. 55 yeah. seconds, no matter what, alligator char. Yeah. Gosh, it's been exactly. so long since I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I... Where do you want to put it in the warehouse? I want to put it outside the warehouse. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I want to put it on the roof. Couldn't do that. I want it to be carried around the country by I want, to put, a, I want to put a cheat code in so I can put it wherever I want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Clydesdale, that reminds me. Gimmick. Okay, there we I, go. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy partnership okay. between two people who can sell whatever to, they to, want. To clarify what we're talking about, the Jim Beam <laughs> and Budweiser um, partnership where <laughs> Budweiser's going to be aging beer in Jim Beam barrels. So yeah. We also talked about agree, this though. on Steve's recent show. Oh, yeah, solve that's the problem. right. It's all good. Sorry, Steve. It's all <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> hey, it just means he has good, timely topics, right? Does, yeah. Um, and it kind of t- it really does tie into what we're talking about. I mean... You know, it's more beneficial. We decided as a group, it's definitely more beneficial for Budweiser than it is for Jim Beam because you might convert Budweiser fans to Jim Beam, but you're not going to convert Jim Beam or whiskey fans to Budweiser. We had that conversation the other day too, didn't we? I mean, I'll try it once. I'm not going to buy it repeatedly unless it's somehow delicious, Mm -hmm. which it could be, but I'm just not... I will drink a beer, but I'm not that big of a beer drinker to where it's going to drive their numbers or anything. And I think most yeah. people who spend their money on whiskey have a certain number of craft beers that they'll go after, but mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think a Budweiser-aged craft beer is going to be the one that they go after. I mean, it makes sense. It's the biggest beer brand and the biggest bourbon brand. Yeah. It does make sense. if Combining they were forces. Gonna, sure. If they were going to partner with anybody, these are the two I would put together. Mm-hmm. And if Jim Beam doesn't do it now with Budweiser, someone will do it down the road with Budweiser or Coors yeah. or Miller with all the craft. And they got to give their barrels away anyways. Yep. So they might as well give them to somebody with the brand recognition that Budweiser has. I mean, it's pretty much America's beer, right? Like, Oh, for sure. The, it's known as I mean, like for the blue-collar, you know, working man's beer. Yeah, and for a while, they literally had America on their can. Right. <laughs> They're, they took the name Budweiser off and replaced it with America. Which is, I think, America. a little bit of an insult to America. <laughs> I mean, Americans, we well, can do better. Well, it depends better. on how you feel about Budweiser, but yeah. <laughs> I think that people hey, would say of, it's a, a simpler beer. And mm-hmm. I don't think, I think, you know, with the craft bourbon or the craft beer movement, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's proven that a lot of America has more taste than previously thought. Yeah. So not just a light, oh, it's not just a light beer world out there. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. It's a light beer world. So did we summer. did we weigh in on our our thoughts of this old rippy? Oh, like I if it's think a it's a gimmick not? because they aren't working off of a recipe that they found and decided we want to bring this back because yeah. it's part of our history and pride and. 
blah, blah, blah. They were like, oh, we found these tasting notes, and we thought if we could ma- like make a thing that would match them, and we could slap this. And put limited edition on the yep, bottle. we'll put limited edition on the <laughs> bottle. We'll slap this old pre-prohibition name on it, and we'll put it back out there, and people will eat it up because it's pre-prohibition, and no one can tell us that it tastes different than the original bottle because no one has the original <laughs> Especially bottle. Especially this particular one that we chose that has the word rip in the title. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I wonder why they picked this one. I don't know. Yeah, it was oh, this one and... Um, uh, <clears throat> oh, Bond and Lillard. Bond and Lillard. Thank you. But that's what you go towards, right? When you when you read Old Rip, you're like, oh, it's got to be associated think, with yes. with the Van Winkle yes. line. It's not. No, no, way. no. I will say, <laughs> people, everyone thinks that. Yeah, I had lower expectations for it because I believed Lowered it was expectations. <laughs> because I did think it was very gimmicky. <laughs> Sorry, that one got me. In loving color. <laughs> so. I mean, I think I thought right off the bat it seemed really yeah. gimmicky, but yeah. I think it tastes better than I anticipated. It does, but it's still not worth fifty dollars for a three seventy five. No, I don't not. think. But the bottle is super cute. It does. I love the design label. It does. Label design. Whatever. You're not even listening anymore, are it's you? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking. Well, I think that is uh, about all we can say on it without. Diving into like what's our least and most favorite gimmick bourbons. Right, I, I would also say it's it's a gimmick. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna actually review something like the the actual review of the episode is uh, <laughs> about to start. Surprise! Hey, and um, it's not gonna be um, a gimmick bourbon. It's just it's just gonna be a bourbon. Unless you're one of those cynics that thinks anything is all sourced gimmick. as a gimmick. All gimmick. Or all bourbons are gimmicks. <laughs> yeah, anything that's bur- not made by the actual all whiskey all is bourbons gimmicks, are but gimmicks, not all bur- <laughs> but not all gimmicks are bourbons. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was trying to say it, but couldn't. Um, yeah, so this is Boone County Distilling yeah, tell Company. Tell us about it, Chad. It's uh, 1833. It's a straight bourbon whiskey, and this particular one started out its journey as a ten-year label, but as their stocks kept aging they decided to update the label to reflect the actual age, which is now 12 years. So if you see a 10-year age dated Boone County 1833, you might want to pick it up because it's not going to be out there anymore. What did you say the proof was on this 100? 90.8. Isn't that crazy? We should have waited to tell him until after he tried it. What do you think it is? Well, it's too late now. I might have been lying. I would say it's in the 90.3 to the 90.9 range. Wrong! It's 90.8, idiot! <laughs> so obviously 90.8. No, this is fine. What? That's I think it's a caramely. Yeah. It's and, very, uh, and that's about toasty. it, though. Toasty yeah. caramely. It smells like it would be very... Ooh, it smells like toasted marshmallows. Very viscous, you know? I think it smells just like burnt marshmallows. And I didn't get this okay. when we tried it last. <clears throat> now I'm, yeah. Is that uncorking coming out this week? Yeah. Next week? Friday. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So when's this coming out? Next week. Okay. I was going to say, so who it's out. will win? Go watch. Oh, it's out now, yeah. Go watch our uncorking of Boone County 1833. To see initial. Yeah, if you want to see more. <laughs> you want to see us in video form. <laughs> you want to look at our faces. Perry won't be there, but. I will not. Be. In spirit, you he's always correct. there. I'm sure you mentioned me. I could put up a picture of him in the lower corner. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me going. Just Photoshop him in. And I just did a visual gag for an audio meeting. It's me with like a big smile and my thumbs up. He's doing the Fonzie. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Yeah. 
I just pop up like every five every time you say my name, just me going hey, and then it cuts back to you. You remember? You might not, but you did you play Mortal Kombat? A little bit. Okay. When you were Scorpion and you did the finishing move where he took off his mask and he breathed fire and he flamed, you know, he he burnt the guy. This little guy would pop up from the corner and he'd go, Toasty! (laughs) I just want you to do that, but you to say, Perry! (laughs) Just every so often. You can make that happen. I can make that happen. Yeah, I know. I can, like, animate your mouth, like, South Park style with the how the Canadians talk on South Park. Yeah. Just your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great, actually. I'm okay with that. All right, cool. So I didn't say this in our review, but I think the more I talk about this and taste it, the more, and just a precursor, I love burnt marshmallows, like, just blackened marshmallows. I think they're delicious. That is exactly what this tastes like to me. Yeah. You do get some 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 charred. I was going to say But there's charred. like a it's like it's charred, charred on the outside, sweet and gooey on the inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a s'more. It's the only reason I like going camping or being outdoors at night near a fire. I'm like, "Can we get some marshmallows so I can burn them and then I'll just eat that?" <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. It definitely has a um very oily mouthfeel to it. He can't say mouthfeel. I like the way you've been saying mouthfeel recently. He can't say it another way anymore. I feel like I'm Dr. Evil when I say it. Laser. Oh, R.I.P. Vern Troyer. I know. Isn't that sad? What? I didn't know. Yeah, he died the other day. He died. What? Yesterday. That's crazy. Yeah. Not yesterday for you listening. This is like last week. Yesterday for us in this present time. Way to put a damper on my evening. Sorry. Now I have to watch all the Austin Powers movies again. Drink more bourbon. And the surreal life. <laughs> Where he pees off his segue. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> spit it out. Don't scooter. spit it out. <laughs> Back to bourbon. Back to bourbon. There's that's some... what that's the clip they'll play. Yeah. In, in memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sorry. Oscars I didn't mean to be. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to be that funny. But what a way to be remembered. <laughs> it's getting me how funny you think it is. There's got to be some movie that he did with a somewhat dramatic they could take a clip from. Probably not. I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. If that were the case, I would just lose it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> If something ever happens to me, you guys, I don't want it to be sad. I want this reaction. Like, all the times that I was the funniest. I want Remember you to use Sarah those Remember when Sarah peed moments. off her segue? Remember that? <laughs> oh, and Perry's down. He's spewing things out of his nose right now. Oh, and he just peed himself. Oh, man. It's over. He's laughing so That hard. Halloween oh, thanks, episode where I'm completely hammered, that's what I want played. Oh, that would definitely be. <laughs> yes. To make my mom, something to make my mom I'm proud. <laughs> go on, Perry, you're drunk. <laughs> Is that what I say? I don't even remember. Yeah, I'm I, drunk. I think at one point you did go, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to have another fun one like that. People seem to enjoy it, I think. True. That was a good I one. I don't think you enjoyed it very much, but I did. I had a great time. <laughs> All right, we'll stop talking about that now. Okay. I'm good now. Back on topic. I want to Oh, are we scoring this? Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, if you're old enough to drink bourbon, you're old enough to hear that. You're old enough to hear swears. 
What and if, if you're in this like, car with your kids, I'm, I'm sorry. When I'm 21, I'm going to know everything about bourbon, but I'm not going <laughs> to drink until then. And they're like listening to this at 12. I don't know. <gasps> well, they could be in the car with their parents. Yeah. And the parents could be listening to it. And for that, I'm sorry, parents. I'll throw in a, do you want me to throw in a little, um, hey, parents, here's a heads up if you're listening to this with your kids. In There's two an minutes, S word this headed girl your says, way. <laughs> a four letter word. She talks about foliage. <laughs> it's not the worst one, but. <laughs> what do you think is the worst swear word? Oh, we can't say that on your podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> for a completely different podcast. <laughs> I really like the F word. <laughs> But is that the worst one, though? No, I said I really uh, like the it. The worst yeah. four-letter word is diva. <laughs> I don't like the word diva. I don't like the C it's word. Not I, I, don't like, I don't like the C word either. I don't like people who... It makes me cringe. Want, it makes me cringe, who too. Who call themselves divas. Like, get over it. I'm, I'm a diva. diva. Yeah. Oh, go away. Just shut up. Go away. Diva. Yeah, no, I don't like it. You're a diva. And dongle. Don't like the word dongle. Someone actually said it today in normal conversation, and I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't like the C word. Neither do I. Yeah. Wow, we are. We do have some more taste. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about price, uh, oh, price yeah, yeah, for yeah. this guy was forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, we're all over the place. And Chad right and I now. split it. Chad and I split it. Wait, oh, that's sweet. Perry and I split it. <laughs> yes. Mm hmm. This is the scoring portion. Where we're all very quiet. <laughs> well, I forgot, to... I forgot I was supposed to be doing this, so. You know what? This is one of the more, we would, I think, at this point, consider 90.8 to be pretty low. I would. Right? Okay. Yes. On paper, yes. On paper. But when I, test, when I tasted this, um, for the first time, I didn't know what it was. And I wouldn't have guessed 90.8. I, I would have either. guessed higher. I would have guessed around 100 to maybe even 110. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, so I think I wish that we hadn't told you that before you tasted it because I feel like it's unfair. Well, I'll say, though, it's making me enjoy it more and appreciate it more. It's really nice. Um, Normally, guess, something that's, yeah, that's 90 proof, it's like lackluster. Yeah. It's like, oh, if only they hadn't cut it down to just 90 proof. But at 90 proof, I think this is really flavorful. And it makes me wonder what it would be like at 100, that's at exactly a cask. exactly what she said earlier. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Daggone it, Sarah. Yeah. Get out of my head, Get devil. out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're the two best friends that <laughs> anybody's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You all get each other's jokes, but I think we're more on the same page when it comes to uh, tasting. Tasting. Which is where it really counts. And thoughts and thinking. Yeah. That's where it really counts. And <laughs> actions. Hit them where it counts. <laughs> all right, I've got mine already. Let me go. Well, you may as well go ahead. Then. All right. So this is Boone County, 12 year. Uh, I gave the nose a 3.5. I thought it was very solid. I think, it, you know, especially... Considering the three other things that we've had, I think this one gave off a good nose. Uh, palette, I also gave a 3.5. Very solid. Love those toasted, darker notes. And like I said in our review, we wish we had the 10-year age stated to compare it because mm -hmm. I feel like, and this is completely anecdotal, but I feel like this one has more of the leather and the charred barrel notes mm -hmm. with it being two years older. You know? Yeah. Finish. It's nice and long. It lasts a super amount of time considering it's only a 90.8. Yeah. I gave it a 3.5. I thought it was very solid. 
And in price, 50 bucks for this guy that packs such a punch and is delicious, I give a 3.5. So 14 overall. Yeah. I want to say, like, this is, it's nice to um, <laughs> have something that I've liked for a review because, like, I feel like the past few that I've reviewed, I've been kind of like, I've either been eh or been like, this is awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> last episode we reviewed the Woodford uh, um, um, uh, cherry smoked mal- malted barley, oh, no. and I gave it a total <clears throat> a total of two out of twenty. Oh, wow, God. two out of twenty. I've heard. Yes, yes. <laughs> I had someone recently tell me that it was delicious. It's one of their favorites. They couldn't wait to get another bottle. I was like, That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah, <laughs> that's the movie thing. When I was talking about like, I no yeah. longer trust your judgment. And the next time you tell me something's good, I'm not going to go get it because I will be very skeptical. That's when you say, I don't think you actually like bourbon. Yeah, I think. I mean, honestly, I thought that was gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's my not good. my uh, nose notes for that one was that it smelled like carpet. <laughs> <laughs> like and any variety it, of carpet? Wet? Trampled I, on? I, otherwise? Was it Persian smelling. carpet? Yeah. Persian carpet? Okay, cool. Which I don't... But like old, musty... Sure. Smoker's apartment. <laughs> I don't know. I, I said this on the show. <laughs> it smells like... Grandma's carpet. Grandma, uh, grandma's carpet. Your poor grandma. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Grandma's chicken salad. Ew. 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 That was from Friends. Moving when Joey could say on. anything and make it sexy. Oh, that's grandma's right. Grandma's right. chicken salad. That's nasty. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, moving All on. All right, Sarah, would you like to go next? Sure, I'd like to go next. <laughs> um, so for the nose, again, I really like burnt marshmallows, so I really enjoyed the nose. Uh, I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Um, I gave the palette a 4 out of 5. I really mm. like this stuff, and I think it is surprising for the proof how much flavor it packs. Are we about to give the same score? I want to. I know I we're not, because I, I did this because I was torn, and also because I couldn't let Chad be the only one. <laughs> so on the finish, I gave it a 3.8 out of 5. Oh. Instead of <laughs> Okay, we're we're very close okay. to having the same because score. Because <laughs> I couldn't let him be the only one to give a weird score and throw everyone off. So 3.8 out of 5 on the finish. Uh, and the price, I gave a 4 out of 5. Because oh. I think for a 12-year that's this delicious, that tastes and feels higher proof than it actually is, um, 50 bucks is it's a good it's deal compared to other things that are more expensive. So I really enjoyed it. So overall, it was a... 15.3 out of 20. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right. Like I said, we have very similar scores. Um, the nose for me was a 3.5. Um, it was just so warm and inviting. And, and I mean, I felt like again, I felt like I could have, like get a candle made out of it. <laughs> and it would just be, you know. I felt like I could really talk to it and open up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let my hair down. Friend, just be, be friends me. with it. Just be me. Um, palette was a four. Um which it just it just said so much that it's a ninety point eight proof that I'm I'm scoring it that high. Um, it was just so so warm and flavorful and I, I mean I just I enjoyed it so much. The finish was a four for me as well. Um, in that it does kind of keep changing and and kind of exploding and um, <clears throat> becoming this whole different animal after the initial palette. And then the price was a three point five for me. <clears throat> you know there there are 
um, other things that are better at this price point, but I think that where it is is really superb. Um, and I would buy another bottle. Mm-hmm. For sure. I would, I recommend, would, I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah totally. Sure. Yeah. yeah, My 3.5 on the price was just because there's things at $30 that are mm-hmm. so solid mm-hmm. that, you know. Or things at $20. For 50 It's true. That's why I put it, that's why I put it at 3.5. It's, I, I see your point. Yeah. But it's so it's so yummy. <laughs> but I maybe should have gone a little and higher. And it's 12 years. On the, on the yeah. palate or the, or the Yeah, or the and finish. you know, yeah, $20 or $20. $50 for a 12-year-old bourbon. It's not bad. I mean, that's why I think it's it, not. I'm, I'm, and I don't want to get into it again, but I, I'm still torn. Like go to YouTube, <laughs> should the fact that it's a 12 year factor into the price? Because whether it's objectively good or not, so I always try to take age out of my my price recommendation. Either it's good or it's not. Okay, but do you know a bourbon that's aged for less than four years that costs more than this? Yeah. Yeah. So. Not even close. Yeah. I'm not saying that exactly 12 years is what makes it worth it. It's not like a benchmark of saying, mm-hmm. you know, I think the flavor is what makes it worth it. But knowing mm-hmm. that this has an appropriate amount of age to it, I don't care what the number ends up being as long as it tastes good, versus something that's aged for way less and is not an appropriate amount of age, yeah. that it costs the same or more. It's well and aged. It's, and it's not as flavorful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is a good price point. Okay, so... I'd like it to be cheaper, <laughs> but I'd like everything to be cheaper. So. Oh, yeah, sure. of course. So to use a really specific example, Blanton's is younger. Blanton's is a six-year oh, yeah. bourbon. Yeah. It's also $10 more expensive. Mm-hmm. So say you have $60 to spend at the liquor store, mm-hmm. and you have the option between the two, what would you go for? I think a lot of people would say Blanton's <laughs> because of the clout it has with the Buffalo Trace name behind it, and I support that, and I like Blanton's. But I, if I have to go, if I'm going to save $10 and I'm going to get this, I think I'm going with this. I mean, right now, today, that's what I'm going to do. If I can't get a Rock Hill Farms at 100 proof <laughs> for the same price, yeah, I'd probably go with the 1833. I think I have to agree. Nothing against Blanton's. It's, oh, no. It's, it's substantial, solid. Yeah. But, I mean. It doesn't <clears throat> pack the personality, I feel like, is this. And I'm always oh, looking to so save either. $10. So if I can get sure, this. Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's why. So I yeah, on that. go go buy a bottle of uh, the yeah, give Boone it a County shot. Eighteen thirty three. Yep, twelve year. Mm-hmm. Sick. I dig it. That's All right. right. So that's our review for the episode. Oh, my total score was a fifteen out of twenty. By the way, I didn't. Nice. I don't think so we're all in the same that. fourteen yeah. to fifteen point five range. So that 15. wraps 3. up our. Uh... <laughs> yeah. That wraps up our uh, our review for the episode. So now you guys know what it's time for. Oh, tips! And it's time bits. for tips and bits. Prepare it again. Um, it has to be new <laughs> things or just things. I always ask this: Does it have to be new or does it have to be something I'm just into? Just something you're into yeah. recently. Um, I never watched The Office all the way through, so I've been watching that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yes, per a friendly recommendation. Um. Yeah, so that's fun, enjoying, you know, once you, I feel like once you get really into that show, you start looking at your workplace differently, like, who is the Kevin, yes. you know? You <laughs> yep. just, so that's cool. Who's um, Angela? I feel like I, oh, <laughs> I think I can figure that out. Um, I really need to get a good book or something, no, because I feel like every time I talk about TV, which is cool, but <laughs> I want to go see A Quiet Place badly, but yeah, I haven't too. been able to. Speaking of The Office. Oh, Jim. yeah. More yeah. John Krasinski. Yeah. Oh. Um, Who's Jim? Who's Jim? Jim. Um, <laughs> Tell me his name. So, 
It's Jim. His name is Jim. Oh, okay, it's Jim. That is uh, <laughs> what I've been doing and what I want to go see. Um, yeah? I haven't really seen Infinity War comes out this week? Yes, we're going to go see that. Friday. Well, as a, by the time this comes out, we will have just seen this. Yeah. <laughs> so. How was it? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. No, no. We can't say. At this we'll time. We'll find out. Um, ah, I'm going to recommend something that I want to see <laughs> instead of, I mean, something that I've seen out of context. Okay. And that's a show called Final Space, <laughs> which I've been hearing really good reviews on, and I've seen, it. it's it's animated. It's on TBS? <clears throat> oh, with uh, yeah. um, Olin Rogers. It's got, uh, Conan O'Brien is one of the mm-hmm. one of the makers, and he is one of the voices, I feel like, too, and there's like a, a really good cast. Fred Armisen is one of the voices. And oh I, I've been seeing like lots of good reviews, and I watched one episode like late, like later. I didn't see the first episode; I was just it was on, and I started watching. It. I'm like, oh, this is my kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back and watch it from the beginning. So I'm going to do that, and I feel like I would recommend it anyway. So I'm just going to go ahead and recommend it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Final space. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, so recently, I've been watching a few of. Um, what cultures videos on, oh, on yeah. YouTube, mm-hmm. um, especially like you know their nerdy stuff, like mm-hmm. you know the top ten reasons why Batman's awesome, or right. you know um, you know stuff like that. They're a great YouTube channel. I, I really enjoy their stuff. Um, it's Bourbon Night. Oh, <laughs> hey. Sweet. Yeah, I recommend that too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> especially when uh, they leave reviews of, uh, you know, your <laughs> podcast on <laughs> iTunes. I was iTunes. like, that's got to be followed up with something. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I, nah, that's about it. Every right time now. we do this, I'm like, I should have thought of this more before. Yeah. <laughs> but I never do. And then you always ask and I'm like, oh, what am I, I keep doing a running right list, but I, uh, I've forgotten to update it recently. Hmm. And uh, that was about the only thing that I had on there. But that's all right. Um, so, guys, thank you all for being here for uh, this week's episode. Thanks for having us on. Our pleasure. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you on social media if they would like to do that? YouTube.com slash It's Bourbon Night. That's the most important place. Mm-hmm. And then, and then ev- everything else is It's Bourbon Night. Yep, It's Bourbon Night. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon.com slash It's Bourbon Night. Amazon.com slash shop slash It's Bourbon Night. <laughs> We have a little, you know, sort of our favorite things area where you can sort sure. of buy, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. if you want to. The glasses we were drinking out of tonight. Yeah. Actually. The world is your the oyster. Tribeca's. Yeah. yeah, Tribeca's, yeah. What about you, mm-hmm. Perry? Where can people okay. find you? <laughs> <laughs> they already found you if they're listening to this. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Um, I just want to say, like, uh, before I get into social media, like, <laughs> again, you guys have been awesome recently. Um, <clears throat> we've just had some incredible response from a a few listeners um and just kind of overall like i hate to be like a numbers guy but like our numbers have been really great recently and um i I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been consistently listening or if you've told somebody to listen to the show or whatever you know um 
you're the reason we do this. Oh, gosh. And we love bourbon. Um, He's got to cry. <laughs> if I ever cry on an Quick, episode. Quick, catch his tears in this. <laughs> There's a single tear rolling down his chin. Mm, it has a nose of salt water <laughs> and, and despair. Yeah, that tear a two out of five. Just tastes like despair. <laughs> Um, if you want to find me personally on social media, I am at PRitter1492. Uh, if you want to reach the show and the shop on Instagram or Twitter, we are at My Bourbon Shop. On Facebook, we are This Is My Bourbon Shop. You can find our Threadless store on Threadless, of course, which I just have already said. It's bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, become a patron of the did show. You say it's Bourbon Shop? I think you said it's oh, Bourbon Shop. Oh, did I? Yeah. Sorry, it's Bourbon. No, 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 I said... My, my bourbon shop? No, 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 it's no. bourbonshop.threadless.com. But really? what I was saying was that... Oh, it, it is... Bourbonshop.threadless.com. Yes. Gotcha, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I okay, I was confused. I also yeah. was confused. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Because um, we're It's Bourbonite, so... Yeah, no, I, I understand. Understand. I understand. <laughs> um, you want to be a patron of the show, head to patreon.com uh, slash mybourbonpodcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can Woo. support us. And uh, give us a rate and review on iTunes, like uh, somebody <laughs> sitting in this room did, and he baited me into trying and going <laughs> and seeing what what he what he wrote, and it was very sweet. In my defense, I didn't realize your name was attached to the reviews. So. Sea <laughs> <laughs> perk, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you all have an interesting dynamic between you. We do. It's very yeah, strange. It's very strange. Let I'll accept it for now. <laughs> for now so yeah you all the same nose <laughs> I think mine's a little smaller <laughs> I do have a big no nose offense. no 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 I have a big Why nose it runs a, in the family a lady sized nose I have a big nose and big ears yeah. they both I, run in the family there you go yeah anyway well, if your nose is running you should catch it oh thank you everybody good night <laughs> and on that I'm gonna say thank you all for listening wow. yeah <laughs> that wraps it up for us <laughs> Uh, we will see you next week. Curtis and Tanner are going to be back on. I don't know what we're going to talk about. If you have suggestions for topics, <laughs> write into the show. This is my, or no, it's just, uh, what is it? This is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thank you, Chad. Thank you, Sarah, for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks, Perry. We lost Chad. <laughs> anyway, see you guys next uh, week. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my bourbon podcast. You good? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <laughs>